Welcome to episode 8 of the Screen Palace Podcast. My name is Carlos. I'm Ozzy. Today we will be reviewing Central Intelligence and Finding Dory. Hope you enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Alright, Ozzy. You ready to get get into these movies? Just, uh... Disclosure here, we're, we're recording pretty late, so if we mess anything up, don't hate on us too bad. Yeah, guys, because it's been a really, really busy week. <laughs> it has. Um, we had to, we had a lot of stuff to do today, and then we had to fit in getting to see Dory today. So, when now we're here recording at like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's great stuff. <laughs> so, alright, well, let's go back to, I think, when did we see this movie? Friday? Yesterday? No, we saw it Thursday. No, we saw it. When did we see this? I don't know. We saw it yesterday for sure. Okay, Central Intelligence. We saw um, yesterday, and I think I liked this movie maybe way more than you did, but... Carlos, you don't think, man, it's it's a definite fact. You really (laughs) did like this movie way more than I did. Alright, well, (laughs) before you get into your hate talk... About this movie, I don't have a lot of hate dog man. <laughs> All right, let's let's start with our positives. Do you you have anything to throw out there? Uh, the chemistry between Kevin Hart and Dwayne the Walk Johnson was was pretty good. I'm glad you started there because that's my very first point too. Yeah, I mean they at, even at I mean they seem to have a lot of fun working together. The yes. movie seemed really fun to be a part of, mm-hmm. so you could definitely it, tell, you part could of tell that. by the bloopers at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looked like they had a lot of fun with it, and yeah. just their social media stuff looked like, it looks like they're having fun, and you can tell on the screen, even though I think Kevin Hart was a little better, I'm not, like, the biggest Kevin Hart, like, fanboy in the world, but mm-hmm. I thought he was fantastic in the movie. He started off really straight, like, the straight guy, <laughs> to Dwayne Johnson's, like, craziness. But it kind of, like, he had his Kevin Hart moments, and there were some great moments in this movie. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had some funny moments yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to add is I think Dwayne Johnson's character is the character that I particularly cared for the most. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're rooting for him, because he even says it in the trailer. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like bullies, because mm-hmm. he got bullied as a kid. Yeah. So... It's it's a character that you're rooting for. It's but there's a negative I have yeah, for him. But I'm, same, I'm gonna same, same. I'm gonna say that. Right, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. All right. So moving on. I one of the best. I think the best thing about this movie to me was the story. Actually, I actually really liked the story. I thought that um the kind of mystery or like the crime that they're supposed to be solving or whatever was really interesting and um. I was pretty much engaged the entire time while watching it. And as I was watching it, almost like this is going to speak to a little bit of my negatives, but I almost forgot that it was a comedy. And I was just like, oh, this is actually really interesting. And I, I did really enjoy it. Um, and kind of going into that, um, there's actually like, there's some moments where I didn't know what to believe. Like they, better than how The Conjuring 2 did it. Um, if you want to hear our review of that, you know, it's the last Yeah, that's, that's that's one thing I, I can say I liked about it was there was two sides. Exactly. Like, which exactly. Better than one. The Conjuring 2 did it, they introduced an element of doubt where you're like, ooh, I'm not 
quite sure what to believe right now, where The Conjuring 2 kind of just threw it in there, and you're like, well, I already know the answer here. This one kind of was like, are they right, or is he right? Like, what's going on here? So I, I really did enjoy the story, and it kept me engaged. It kept me wondering the entire time. So I, I did really like it. Um, <laughs> going to the... Um, what was your favorite scene in this movie? Because I think there's a clear answer. My favorite scene in this yes. movie? I barely remember this movie oh, at this okay. point. All right. All right, whatever. But when I say this, I think you'll remember and I think you'll agree with me. The therapist scene. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man. Okay, like, I remember that Okay, scene. this movie may, might not have the most consistent laughs that you would expect, as consistent laughs as you would expect, but oh my gosh, that therapist scene was absolutely hilarious. No, I think... I think the best scene was actually in the trailer, when when they were in the building and he's and in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's just like, "I have a plan to get oh, yeah. both killed." But <laughs> if might be the best line. I don't know if it's the best scene, but the therapist scene had me dying. Um, I wish there was more of it. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, anything else you want to throw in there? Um, the action was pretty good for the most part. It was alright. It's nothing to write home about, but it was, yeah, it was solid pretty good for the most part. Um, wait, one more thing before we get to our negatives, unless you have any more positives. Um, it's, it's kind of a minor thing, but I actually, like, as I was watching, I was like, that's really cool. Um, the special effects and the makeup work for when they're in high school, like, because they start off, like, they show you a flashback when they're in high school. And I know, like, they show you, um, um, The The Rock's character in the trailer, and he's all, like, bad, and that was actually pretty good special effects. But the makeup work on Kevin Hart, I was like, he looks, like, really young. Maybe not a high schooler, because that would have been really difficult, but he looks really young, and I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, so, just want to give that, just, that's kind of stuff that... That shout out to you guys, to you guys doing your makeup. Yeah, it doesn't get recognized a lot, but I, I actually really noticed it. It was great. Um... So let's get into our negatives, I think, unless you got any more positives throughout there. That's positive. All right. All right. Uh, let's get into our negatives. What? You probably have more than I do, so go for it. Okay, Kevin Hart is the new Adam Sandler at this point. Really? Yes. You'd go that plays, far. Yes, because he just plays himself in every movie. The only time I actually saw his character drift was in, was in I would say... When he was in high school, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, like okay, maybe we're gonna get a little bit of a different Kevin Hart here. Maybe, maybe no, we didn't. It's mm-hmm. just the same guy. I see. He just plays the same little angry, you know, fast talking dude, and it's it's not it's it's boring me at this point. That's why I didn't have a lot of enjoyment in the movie. See, it's interesting because I think I connected to his character more than Dwayne Johnson's character, but and. And I actually really liked his character, and I thought he did something different because he started off as more of this, like the straight man to Jan- to Dwayne Johnson's like comedian, and I thought that was a really interesting direction for them to go. But he still had his fun. Like obviously, you're going to do what you're comfortable with, and you're going to do what you're good at. And he did what he, he certainly did that. Like he had his like moments like that. But I don't think it was all like angry yelling, like and oh, I'm just yelling, so I'm going to be funny. I thought he had he some legitimately the same funny fast-paced talking, and it's just, I don't know, man. I saw this, I, it's just, he plays the same guy to me all the time. He's I like it's a little harsh, but I, I, I guess mean, I understand where you're coming from. Last few movies I've seen him, he's just playing himself. 
it's in funny. different situations. It's funny. It's kind of like Seth Rogen, except Seth Rogen makes it work, I would say, sometimes for the most part. I don't know. But, I don't know, man. It's just boring me at this point. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character, mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, I connected to his character because I got bullied. I got bullied in elementary, yeah. so I connected to his character. But the thing is, I've grown. I've matured. Mm-hmm. He didn't. So the whole big big child thing got annoying to me. I'm like, okay. This is what's interesting. We both uh, acknowledge that we like their chemistry together, but we both have issues with their characters. So that's really (laughs) strange to me, but I, it's, it's, but I completely like, because we're saying it, I get what we're saying. You know, um, they had good chemistry together, but if you look at their characters individually, there's flaws in their characters and, even in their performances, which I, I think you kind of didn't like Kevin Hart's performance because you feel like it's just repetitive at this point. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with Dwayne Johnson's performance, especially early in the movie. Um, I thought he got more comfortable as the movie went along and that you could tell because he just got into, he knew like what he was good at. But I thought early in the movie, he was trying to play this like nerdy, like really super like man child geek type character. And I was just like, it's not work. The problem is, and this is really weird to say, he, um, The Rock has such natural charisma and charm that it's hard for him to dumb it down and for us to believe that he is this dork. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why it didn't work. But I think as we start to get into more of the action and um, stuff like that later in the movie, I was just like, oh, this is great. Um, so that's just me. I don't know if you might disagree with me on that. Um, I mean, I, I could buy it. Yeah. I mean, I bought it, but it's just, I got really annoyed with him yeah. being a five-year-old. Like did, a did you agree that it got better child. as the movie went along? Um, I would say so a little bit. I mean, he, he did mature towards the end. It just wasn't a lot for me. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm just talking more like... From his performance, like in the comedy, I thought he got funnier as a character. Oh yeah, I thought I mean, he was definitely. trying too hard. Maybe I, in the I mean, beginning. I definitely think he he was funnier towards the end. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was trying so hard to be funny. Yeah, I think I don't know. Kevin Hart upstaged him or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know. Uh, what else? It. I think what we're kind of getting at here is for most of the negatives, it's just not as funny as you would want it to be. Based on the trailers, it's just, you you thought, oh, this is going to be really funny. And then it was just, it's not, it's just not as funny as you think. I think if you want to see this movie, see it for the story. Mm -hmm. That's about it. I mean, I would have preferred this to be just a regular action movie with a great story. To be honest with you, uh, the the story. And not to sell it as a comedy movie. Yeah, because that was really, that's why it, it. dumbed me down to my rating. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm all the way low, because I didn't really laugh in this movie. Okay, and this is, I don't know, do you have any more me- negatives out there, or is that kind of the gist of it? That's uh, the gist of it. Okay, because, like, to recap for me, yes, it's not as funny as we would want it to, and yes, there are some problems I have with it, but at the end of the day, this movie has a lot of heart, no pun intended, and I came out of the movie, I came out of the theater just feeling good, I was like, that was a fun movie, I had fun with it, and I felt good. And I think that if a movie can do that, it did its job. And that's why, for me, it's I consider it a good movie. And I would tell people to go see it. Because I think there are 
moments like that therapist scene or the scene in the office building where it's just like, oh, this is really funny. And then, yes, they're not, there's, they're few and far between and there's not as many laughs as you want and some of the moments fall flat. But the story is interesting and engaging enough that I, I think it's worth seeing. And I have it as a 7 out of 10. 7? Wow. Yep. Mine's is a 5.9. Holy crap, man. <laughs> I, but why is it that low? Is it just because like, the, it just wasn't just, a funny? It's just... If, if you sell me in a comedy movie and I don't laugh... Yeah, I get it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give you a good rating because it's you sold me on this. Yeah. Uh, this you sold me on this funny cop movie, and I just mm-hmm. didn't find it as funny. I was you saw me in the movie. I was yeah, right, it's a good story. I mean, I'm not laughing as much. So yeah, really I I can't get myself to down. Yeah, you know, I I can't get myself to hold the marketing against the movie. But I again, I understand where you're coming from because I think it. You're expecting one thing and you go in and it's just like, ah, it just wasn't where I wanted it to be. Then yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I really, I was really excited to see this movie. Yeah. I mean, I really, I was like, The Rock and Kevin Hart in a movie. This is going to be fantastic. Oh. Like my, my stakes are already high. I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be great. And at the trailer sold me out, like, I got to see this movie. Uh-huh. And I just, listen, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, I wanted it to, I wanted to, I wanted it to be where you were. Yeah. Where you are right now, but it's just, uh, I can't, man. Yeah. This might be, like, the biggest, like, difference between <laughs> our ratings that we've had yet on the yeah. podcast, at least. Um, I don't know if that'll... I don't know if that'll I, change. No, I, have, I have a feeling that later in the show, we might have some even bigger arguments. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, real quick, what, like, what are some of your favorite, like, I mean, this is kind of a buddy cop kind of comedy type movies. What are some of your favorites there? Um... I have to say, my top three is definitely the Rush Hour trilogy. Oh, really? You're not big fan of the Rush Hour. I love the Rush Hour movies. Mm -hmm. I love the Rush Hour movies. I care for those characters. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. That movie has me dying constantly. Um, The other guys is on the list. Other guy, I love the other guys. <laughs> the other guys is fantastic. I don't care if anybody doesn't like it. Screw you. I love the other guys. The other guys is fantastic. I'm also gonna add the nice guys in this movie. I, I can get there, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily a cop buddy movie, but, it, but I, I would say it's like in the same yeah same realm. I I do I really did like mm-hmm. Nice Guys, and I'm gonna say my last favorite movie that's in the that's along mm-hmm. my genre, along my genre is Get Smart. I saw it a long time ago. Don't remember anything. <laughs> like about that movie it. was fantastic. Um, one of the more famous like buddy cop movie kind of series is the Lethal Weapon franchise. Have you seen any of them? No, I haven't seen them. I haven't either, but I always hear about them. It's on my watch list, so hate me if you want, but I haven't seen any of them. Sorry. We might we might Maybe see it. Maybe I should watch it. We yeah, might see uh, it. It's on my watch sure. list of like 300 movies that I need to watch, <laughs> so I'll get there one day. <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead. I'll get there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, Alright, let's move into Finding Dory. Oh, we're fresh out of Finding Dory. And this time, the opposite has happened. You are much higher, I think, on this one than I am. So I'll let you kind of start off with your positives here. I think the comedy in this movie was just so great, okay? The comedy had me rolling in so many scenes. I'll agree with that. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think I think 
a lot of the supporting cast made this movie mm-hmm. really great and really memorable. Yeah. I think it, this movie will definitely be. I think this is definitely like a great sequel to a classic. It's it's definitely um, very good. I'll give you that. Um, but and I again, we're starting off at the same place. Like you mentioned, the comedy and the supporting characters, and that's exactly where I started off in my notes. Um, the there was not much comedy in this movie that didn't work for me. Every time they had a joke, it pretty much hit, and I was like, "That's great! I really like that." Um, and the supporting characters in this movie, Idris Elba as that freaking seal, was amazing. Idris Elba. Every time him and his friend, the other seal, I don't remember who plays them or who voices them, but every time that they're on the screen, I was like, "This is gold, gold." And, um, also the, um, Destiny, Destiny, Caitlin Olsen, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong, I'm sorry if I, if I'm not, she was fantastic as Destiny. Yes, the, um, whale shark and the beluga whale. Yeah. They, they were, they're really, like, just lovable characters, and it's like, it's great that this franchise now, right, it's now it's a franchise, can introduce so many characters that you're like, yes, that's just amazing. And um, you didn't, like, what I was worried about going into this movie was that you were going to get, like, a lot of, like, a lot of rehashing of the Finding Nemo, and it was just going to be, oh, Finding Nemo again um, with Dory this time. But I did, that didn't happen as much as I thought. We actually didn't. A lot of the supporting characters, like we didn't see the sharks. Uh, yeah, and that's and I was like, yes, like that's good. Like let's introduce us to new characters, and I thought the new characters they introduced to us really worked. So I did really like it. Um, yeah, and like once again, they just throw us right back into this world, and I I just really like it. The Nemo. This this whole world that they've created and that kind of dynamic that they had, it really works. Um, yeah, I think I think this is because yeah. Cars Two was horrific. Yeah, and they did a horrible job at this. But I think putting like a side character from the first movie and putting it into this, uh, like making it like a, a main character mm-hmm. in the sequel, it actually really worked for this mm-hmm. movie. And I really did like Dory. It did give her a Great. lot of depth, a lot of depth. <laughs> I apologize. Yes. I really actually ended up loving her character way more. I completely agree. Dory, I was worried she couldn't carry an entire movie by herself, but oh my gosh, she re- it really worked. Um, they just because of like her condition, right? Mm-hmm. It gives it it gives the storyteller such a unique way, just a unique avenue to tell the story, and. Um, like, through flashbacks and her gaining, like, it just works, you know? Um, they reveal little by little more about her, and you're just like, this is adding so much. And they explain so much about her, where sometimes you worry, uh, do we really need this explained? Why can't you just let it be? But for a character like Dory, where not even she knows it, it really works to explain backstory. Yeah, you really, you really do get into Dory's yeah. past and her story here, obviously, because it's fun Dory and you know, a lot of people. It, it's about her finding her family, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize it's also about really finding out who she really is. Exactly. So I think it's definitely an amazing. I I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. I really I, did. I really it's, liked it. It's and I think it I think it really relates to a lot of people today. Yeah. Um, you really have to find yourself. Yeah. Um, and I do think the uh, like 
in classic Pixar style, the emotional moments, they come and they, they hit you. you really good. Um, it's not necessarily like Toy Story 3 or up level of emotions, like where you're like, oh my gosh, I am bawling right now. <laughs> but it's just, it, they, they know how to tug at the heartstrings. And again, they do a great job of that. Um, Moving into our negatives, do you, do you have any for these? Or, um, or the, only, the only negative I would I would say is that the movie has less locations, and so mm-hmm. it's it's more just, confined. Yeah, it's more confined, and I'd say that's the one negative I have because I remember in the first one we were like on a on this wild adventure, mm-hmm. and like in this one it only takes place like yeah really just takes place in like one general mm-hmm. area. So yeah. I'm just like, I mean, it's great, I love it, yeah. but. I wish there was more scenery to be seen and stuff like that. It didn't necessarily bother me as much. Um, That aspect didn't bother me as much because, Mm -hmm. like, even though they were kind of in a confined confined space, we got introduced to so much new, so so many new locations and so a lot of new characters, and I I did really like it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's like it's like a negative in a sense, but it it just did hold me back just a bit. But I understand why they did what they did at the same time. Um, going into my kind of, um, well, first, let me start here. Um, Nemo and Marlin. We have gone through this entire review so far without mentioning Nemo and Marlin, and I think that is indicative of this negative that I have. Their arcs in this movie are, first of all, really unnecessary, and second of all, kind of forced. I, I don't know. I didn't dislike it. I just thought every time that they were on screen, I was just like, okay. No, it's fine. Let's get back to Dory. <laughs> that, that's what I was at. And I, again, I didn't dislike their, like, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this again. But I thought, I just felt like their arcs, like, um, their character arcs was, were kind of just a little like, okay, this is kind of like, sure. Um, I don't know. It just didn't work as well for me. Um, I didn't have a problem with their, with their arc, honestly. I mm-hmm. thought, it, I thought it was fine. Was it, I in love with it? No. Um, cause we saw their story. Um, you yeah. know, they're still struggling. They're still struggling with their dynamic as a yeah. father and son trying to teach, you know, Marlon's still trying to teach and you able to be yeah. safe and whatnot. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I'm just saying like, because, I mean, no, and it wasn't necessarily a negative for me either. Because Marlon kind of goes through this thing, like I'm not going to spoil anything, but Marlon goes into this thing where he kind of, he starts thinking one way and then he kind of changes. And we, the thing is, we've done that before. That's the whole point of Finding Nemo. So I didn't need to see more of it in this movie. I would have just, like, almost would have wanted it to be just more only Dory. Because that was so interesting. That was so fresh and new. I was just like, yes, 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 this is great. Dory is a great endearing character. And I think the most most, um, thing that was um, you could connect to with Marlin was the fact that he lost his son. In the first movie. It's like, oh my gosh, Marlon lost his son. Yeah. And but now he's back with Nemo, so it's like, do I really care about him anymore? I mean... No. Sorry. I mean, I, I still care about him because, I mean, he still cares for Dory. He's still... Yeah. That's the person... And he... Ex- I'm not going to get into this. Yeah. But we know as an audience that she's one of the reasons as to why he found Nemo. Yeah. And he does care for Dory. And they end up having a pretty good, solid friendship. I, I agree. I, I so, see I all mean, that. It's just, I just didn't need, need that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that. man. Um, I but, really like okay, it. Let me get into my, probably my biggest pet peeve with this movie. 
Um, the octopus. I'm sorry, he was horrible. <laughs> uh, the character sure was fine. He was like he had a, he had actually had a decent character arc where he started out, he starts off one way and he changes over the movie. But it's fine. But it was by far the most like this is obvious like kid friendly thing in the movie. Like that, his entire purpose in the movie was just for the kids, so the kids would be like, "Oh, that's cool." Because any adult looking at this movie, I'm sorry, would be like, "What? This is stupid." Because it was. He does things where I'm look. I'm not going to spoil the end of this movie, but the end of this movie is absolutely ridiculous. He does something where it's just like this makes absolutely no sense. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, not ever seen, but it's the dumbest thing I've seen in a Pixar movie, probably. That's the dumbest thing I've seen in a Pixar movie. Definitely not for me. Whatever. (laughs) But the thing is, like, even, okay, the dumb things that happen in, like, Cars 2, all right? I guess Cars 2, I might give it to you because they do some really dumb things in that. But (sighs) most of the time, they (laughs) stick to the world that they create. And I think in in Finding Nemo, there's no moments that I can remember where I was just, like, blatantly, like, okay, so we're just living in a fantasy world at this point. Like, it was, it was more, okay, so this is a look into what fish go through or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's a, the octopus does things like he's swinging on pipes and like carrying fish and camouflaging into vases and people would just walk by him. And it's just like, what? This is so stupid. Like, why? So I, I don't know. It didn't work for me. It took me out of the movie every time he was on screen. And the end of this movie was completely ruined for me by that aspect of it. I don't know if you have any rebut for that. I mean, I really like the octopus. I thought he was probably the coolest character. Was character-wise, yes. he's fine. I'm just saying, stupid. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had fun. With, I had fun with this character. I thought he was really cool. Was his stuff over the top? Over the top is a great word I mean, for it. Yeah, it was over the top, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it was ridiculous. Is another great word for it. I don't think it was like as horrible as you're you're saying it. I mean, I had fun. Was. I had a <laughs> I had a fun time in the movie. And I thought he was a great ad. I thought he was a great. Uh, Look again, I'm not, for another character. I really like this movie. I'm just saying, every time that octopus was on the screen, I just wanted to like throw my shoe at the screen because it was stupid. I think he had the biggest uh, side character story arc. Yeah, probably. He did. Again, I liked his character. It's just every time he does something, it's just like, why? What, where are we right now? Like, I don't know. Because the, th- the thing is with Pixar movies is that they are, they're not kid movies. They're not just for kids. They are movies that are kid-friendly. You know? So, that and this one is... Probably the most like for kids. I, I, that's maybe, maybe other than the I Cars Two, other than Cars Two, because Cars Two is ridiculous. But whatever. I think his I think his story arc was really mature. Like I mean, I know you're complaining about his character. I'm just I know you're complaining about how yeah. they used his character. Like, there's mature themes in this movie, definitely. That's what Pixar does. Mm-hmm. But it's just I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think he just had a. I think he honestly just had a problem with the direction of the character and yes. how they used him. But, yes, I agree. Um, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. To be honest All right. With so, what's your rating on this movie? I'm really curious. I'm really curious about this. <laughs> Mine's is honestly at an eight. 
Mine's at an eight. Oh, really? That's a lot lower than I thought it'd be. We're actually in the same ballpark. Mine's at an eight. I'm at seven point seven. Seven point seven. Yeah, we're not that far apart. No, we're not. Um, that's this was great. Interesting. It was amazing. It's not the perfect movie. It's not. It's not gonna be the perfect movie, but I think it's definitely gonna be. I think it's definitely gonna be a classic mm-hmm. to look back. Yeah, I, I think it will. I mean, I, nobody thought. I mean, I thought as when I saw Finding Finding Nemo as a kid, I, I wasn't as in love with it as I am now. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't as in love. With it. I saw it, and I was like, ah, it was yeah, all right. I'm not in love with Nemo as anybody else's. I like it. I just don't like. Um, like I know I know so many people who can quote that movie up and down. Not me. It's just yeah. I, I think, like it. I think for me, it took a a while to really appreciate the movie and understand yeah. it. So I think that's why. You know the Fine. best way to describe Finding Nemo to somebody? What? Who's ever seen it? Just keep swimming? Yeah. It's Taken for kids. <laughs> it's basically a cartoon version of Taken with fish. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what it is. Except. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, is, it's, Mar- is Marlon Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> anyway, see. All right, let's get into kind of a discussion on Pixar movies in general. Oh, Before boy. the show, we kind of um, listed out our favorite Pixar movies. And what kind of was revealed to me is Ozzy doesn't have a soul, basically. I have a soul? And um, Guys, it's me. He, he, to be fair, one movie that I have very high up on my list he hasn't seen yet. Um, because he had a crazy year last year and just didn't get to see a lot of movies. It was a really Spoiler bad. Alert. It was it's a really out. bad year. I'm not gonna get into it, guys. Some of you who are listening know last year was a really, really <laughs> bad year for me. Okay, <laughs> went through so much last year. Don't kill me because I didn't see some inside of the movies out. last year. <laughs> inside out, I didn't see Inside Out. I didn't yeah. see a lot of movies last year, guys. Um, and I, okay, like kind of going back to Do- I think that might be my problem with. Dory, and even going to Good Dinosaur from last year, um, which I didn't hate Good Dinosaur, I just don't think it was up to Pixar standards in general. Um, but I think the problem is, you're coming off of Inside Out, so the expectations and the standards are so high now that it's it's crazy. I mean, Inside Out was in my top ten best movies of last year. I thought it easily could have been nominated for Best Picture, and it was in the discussion for being nominated for Best Picture. That's how good it was. I don't think Finding Nemo is going to come around, or Finding Dory is going to come anywhere near, anywhere close to that, but that's not a fair standard to hold it to. Um, but that just speaks to Pixar's track record. And I know you might disagree with some of Pixar, some of the movies that get praised as Pixar's best, um, but let, let's just get into it. What, what's your number one? Pixar movie of all time. Incredibles. I can respect that. That's my number three. Incredibles is all about family, trusting one another, um, definitely letting yourself go sometimes. I mean, I really enjoy the movie. Yeah. It's all about family dynamic and mm-hmm. really connecting to each other's family as a unit. Yeah. So I really did enjoy it, that. It, it enjoy is a movie. very good movie. It is a family drama disguised as a superhero movie. Uh-huh. Um, and just the all the thought that went into that movie is absolutely incredible. Um, no pun intended. Again, <laughs> second um, of the day. Um, so that's my number three. I have um, I have above that. Um, I have Toy Story three and Inside Out above it. Wow. Where do you have the? Well, you don't. Have, 
had to say that because you didn't get to see it yet. No. Which you need to see it. You can come over anytime and watch it because we have it on DVD. Just saying. <laughs> you can watch it Thursday on my day off. <laughs> um, um, where do you have Toy Story 3? Toy Story 3 is number 5. Okay, so I, I, I can respect that. Um, again, it's my favorite movie. It's my second favorite animated movie of all time. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It, I saw it in IMAX and oh my gosh, that movie hit me. <laughs> there, there were twice in that movie. N- normally Pixar can get you at least once and like at least get you on the verge of tears. And there's a couple times where they've actually gotten me. Toy Story 3 got me twice. <laughs> twice. The yeah. furnace scene and that the, furnace scene almost got me. Uh, yeah. And the very end, I was just like, this movie is so good. And it is fantastic. Um, it's my favorite Pixar movie. Um, and then, what do you have at your your two and three? My two is my two and three is Finding Nemo and Cars. Finding Nemo is two. Mm-hmm. Wow, and Cars, Cars is not even on my list. I really loved Cars and the world that they built around it. I mm-hmm. really did. And I think the reason why I love Cars so much is because my dad. Works at AutoZone, so and my grandpa. No, and my grandpa. No, and my grandpa is uh, he's a mechanic. So I, I grew up basically around cars, and I remember my dad speaking to me, and he was just like, eh. like we'd watch like this commercial, which was similar to like Cars. I don't know if you saw like Cars being alive. What? Sorry about that. That's my phone. But um, your phone calls you captain. Oh yeah, of course. But anyways, no. Um, so I mean, I really enjoyed the world, the, the world that they set up with, and it really. I saw, the, I saw the movie with my dad, yeah. so I really connected with my dad in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, cars. It's fine. I really like it. It's just it's not in my top ten necessarily. Um, but again, I think that movie has a lot to say, and that's what Pixar does with these movies. It's like they've got like they're disguised as these kid movies, but if you look a little deeper. They're, they're, they've actually got some decent themes, like some deep stuff. Definitely. And, and Cars is more about, like, kind of just, like, being yourself and not being just what people see you as. Yeah. But it's also about, like, what advancements in technology are doing to the small town aspect of this country. And yeah, I, I think it's really cool. Also, being humble. Being yeah. humble. Yeah, very true. Not getting too much into yourself. Mm-hmm. Not being rude, obviously. Um, where do you have the other two Toy Story movies? Um, Toy Story is num- the first one is number nine, and uh, the second one is right behind the third one. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked Toy Story too. Yeah, I really I, I have it. I have Toy Story two at number ten, and I have Toy Story at number four actually. So wow. Um, I the first Toy Story is absolutely amazing, and Toy Story two is one that. It always fell just a little bit flat for me. Like, it's not, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a great movie. It is a great movie. It's number 10 on my list. It's above things like Cars. And, um, and now Finding Dory, which I really liked. But, I, and Bugs Life, which I think is underrated. But I, it's just not up to the other two's level in my opinion. I really like Toy Story too. I mean, I remember. I think it was my favorite. Bef- it was my favorite Toy Story out of one and two. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I liked the yeah. adventure of Buzz trying to find Woody and trying to get him back. So I really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, number five for me is one that I think 
we are going to dis- disagree on heavily based on our discussion before the show, and let's get into it. <laughs> I have Wally at number five. Come at me, bro. I just didn't care <laughs> for a, a lot of the things that were going on. Why? What about Wally do you not like? I didn't care for the story. Um, I didn't care for. I thought Wally was a really cute character. I thought he was a really cute character. I actually really, I think I cared for Wally. I just wish the movie around him was better. I think the whole circumstances with the humans was really stupid. That you think is stupid. I thought, I mean. But you're okay with the squid from Finding Dory. I'm okay with the squid from Finding Dory. What the heck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> no, like, from what I remember, I just think the, just the, I don't know, man. I just didn't really like. A lot of the story behind behind Wally, I just really didn't care for it. I really, it really didn't catch my attention. You know? Alright, the first half of this movie has no dialogue, which is absolutely incredible that they could tell a story with no dialogue for Dude, half the entire movie. And, um, like, his love story with Eve, or, or Eva, or whatever her name is, I've never called Eve or Eva. Um, but that that's really cool. And then it just becomes this, the whole movie is this discussion on what we could do to the planet and what could happen to humanity if we let technology get a hold, get a hold of us and control us. And then the fact, the irony that comes later in the movie when Wally and Eva have to teach humans, basically, like they, they accidentally basically teach humans about contact with other people, like, and connecting with somebody else. Which is ironic because they're robots. And I just think that it's such a deep movie. It's got such important things to say and such a unique look at our future. And it's definitely a slightly depressing look at our future. Like we're all <laughs> fat, don't have any body, any muscle or bone strength at all. And we're like hovering around in space. But it's, just, it's mean, still powerful, man. I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't hit me as much. I don't know why I didn't. I think you need to give it another shot, man. I mean, maybe. I mean, some of these movies I haven't seen in a long, yeah. very long time. So, I mean, like like I said, like I said, I mean, it took me a while to really attach myself to Finding Nemo. I didn't like it as a mm-hmm. kid too much. I was like, ah, I mean, it's all right. But I, I kept watching it over the years. So, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll give it another shot. But for right now, I mean, I really didn't, from what I remember, it was all right. Yeah. I still have the same opinion. I, mean, it was, I, it really, I really, really hit me. Take another look at the movie. It's so good. Um, but I, I do understand because there are, there is a decent sized section of people who do not like Wally, which I get it. It, it can be a little slow, but I, I just, I really appreciate that movie for just the messages it has and the things it has to say. Um, all right. What's, what, what have we not touched on on your, up on the upper half of your list? Before? Upper half of my list. Number, my number seven is, uh, is up. Okay. I have... Oh, I run it. I have that number seven, too. We agree <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, number seven, I have up, too. Uh, or, you know, up. Up as well. Yeah, as well. Um, and I... It's a great movie. Up it just was, really is. Honestly, I think the I think the, the, the scene that really touched me was the opening scene. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing everybody talks about. The opening and, scene really... I was like, no! Look, that is... I it's hard to say this because I of how much Toy Story three got me, but that is probably the height of 
um, Pixar's abilities to just grab you and just emotionally like tear you up inside and just be like, feel this. Yeah, that the whole that whole freaking first like part. Yeah. Should have been nominated. I think <laughs> that whole entire just part. Yeah, it was. Just, it, I think. I think that that yeah. that part was honestly just a very very powerful mm-hmm. scene, and it's it just shows you know life is mm-hmm. real, and you know I don't know man. I mean it's yeah. very it's heartbreaking at the yeah. same time. It's it's very you know you have your happy moments with this mm-hmm. person, but it's you know the reality is things don't last forever, yeah. and it's very powerful. It really hits you. Again, it's a, a movie that's like it's this big fantastical adventure, but ultimately it's about a man trying to move on and let go of his wife, and that that's just, it's so crazy that they can kind of hide these themes in these movies like this. But he kind of has held on to this house, and he has to to the point where he has to take it with him on this adventure. Yeah, and. He has to let it go, and he has to learn to let it go, and it's it's so crazy. And I, Up is a great movie. It's got so many memorable side characters, yeah, like Kevin the bird, <laughs> and then the dog Doug, <laughs> squirrel. It's like such a great, <laughs> such a great um, aspect of that movie. Yeah. Um. All right. I, okay. You're kind of mentioned Finding Nemo. I thought number six. Um. I'm not as high as that of a, like I think it's definitely one of Pixar's best. Obviously, I have it at number six, but I'm not like as like addicted to it as a lot of people are. I think we've already touched on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mentioned Inside Out. That's my number two. We're going back really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, please watch Inside Out. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> I'll watch it sometime this summer. I it's need to catch up on my 2015 the movies. Most clever movie I've ever seen. The way they explain how the mind works is just brilliant. And it's it's just so good, <laughs> so good. I, I gotta um, watch it. I, I won't yeah. say I won't watch it. Um, what do you have, Monsters Inc? Monsters Inc is ten, man. Ten, really? Okay. In, uh, I've been eight. Um, eight for me is Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Wow, that really that this quick is that number eight? Here's the reason, and this movie really connects to me in a sense. It the movie is really about finding yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue it's about her finding the, her family, well, yeah, but, but deep deep down, it's yeah. about finding who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, personally, I struggled to find out who yeah. I was as a person. So yeah. that's why I really do love this movie. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It just connects to me, which is why it's definitely hey, man, to um, list. on my, my top ten. <laughs> so I, I mean, I can't get it there, but I. I can respect that. Um, just your list, man. <laughs> um, but hey, your list, man. Why do you have? What, what's your problem with Monsters Inc.? Let's get to it, man. Because I, you, I had to push you to get this movie to even be on your list, and you said that it's basically like a. I mean, just because okay. You, you I, was, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just didn't really. I... What. Come on, I just don't reason. care for a lot of these characters. Only one I really cared for is the girl. That's it. Boo. Yeah, boo. Only cared about like that's how bad I really don't even like care about this movie. It's it's all right. The only thing that the only thing I could really think of that really like touched me was when Boo had to go and when they shredded the door. That's it. I mean, that's yeah. the one thing. Yeah, that was is, 
that was really emotional. I was like, boo, no. But um, that's really about it. It's also about really having faith in your friends, really being there, you know, even through the tough times. Even if you think they're crazy, doing something stupid, so I got to support them. It's almost um, about not judging a book by its cover. Exactly. Like, kind of because you look at these monsters and you're like, oh my gosh, this is freaky. And it's like, yeah, they're just going to work. They're doing what they have to do. And they're actually lovable characters. And it's also, I think this is a kind of a deeper dig, but it's also about kind of questioning the establishment. Because they just think, oh, we've got to scare people. This is what we got to do. This is how we get power. This is how we survive. But then you kind of look deep and it's like, no, there's, there's other ways we can do this. And we don't have to be as horrible as this. And, um, I don't know. It's all, it, it's, it's got a lot of interesting elements and I really do appreciate this movie. So, um, what, what else have we not touched on right with? I think we touched on everything. Really? Um, yeah, I think so. My number one is Incredibles. Yeah. Two is Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Three is Cars. Four is Bugs Life. Five is Toy Story 3. Oh, Bugs Life we haven't talked about. I mean, I mentioned it as underrated, but... Bugs Life is fantastic. Uh, I, yes. Fantastic. Um, I think people kind of pass it off because it came out in the same year as that DreamWorks Ants movie. Um, and it's kind of like an older Pixar movie that's not like considered like a classic. Uh-huh. So it kind of gets pushed out by the newer ones that people are more fresh in people's minds. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a good movie. And it's about, really, it's about standing up to bullies and just, I mean, that's what it is. Like, <laughs> the freaking cockroaches, that's, or the grasshoppers, that's what they are. They're grasshoppers, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're, they're grasshoppers. They, they're just bullies to these ants. And, um, the, the time to step up, man. He's just like, no, I, no. And he, and has an interesting, like, I always, I can never, I will never forget that scene, um, when all the grasshoppers are hanging out together, and he's like, and all the grasshoppers are like, oh, it's fine. Who cares if that one ant stood up to you? And then he, like, I think it's like beans or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, here, what is this? Did this hurt? And he throws the bean at the grasshopper, and the grasshopper's like, no. Obviously, no, it's just one bean. And then he lets go of all of them, and then they all come crashing down, and he's like, did it hurt now? If one of them stands up, they all could stand up, and together they could crush us. And I thought that that's just a brilliant scene. I'm sorry, very powerful scene. I, I'm sorry, it it just is. And anybody who can't see that or passes this movie off, go back and watch it again because it is it's really good. Yeah, um, I had to like it's not on my top ten list, but it's Definitely it's really it. close. It was battling it battles with Toy Story two all the time. I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> gotta get it on there. Um, yeah. Do you have Ratatouille? No. Okay. Um, Ratatouille's, I'm sorry. It, it's so good. <laughs> I need to watch Another it again. I'm not gonna give it, I'm not gonna movie. give it a solid opinion, guys, because yeah. I saw it years ago and I only saw half of it as a kid. I lost interest as a kid through half of it. I think I had something to do that day, anyways. I don't know. But I'm not gonna give it a solid opinion until I see mm-hmm. it thoroughly. Yeah. The whole entire thing, so I'm not gonna really give it yeah. anything. Um, again, it's a movie about like being what you, whatever you, you can be, whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there is something inherently bad, like inherently disgusting about rats cooking food, 
And they, like, even in the movie, like, they have these wide shots of just rats in a kitchen, and it's still, you'll look at it, and just be like, ugh. And then you'll get shivers and be like, no, no, that's disgusting. <laughs> but then, I mean, I'm sorry, if you don't care about, like, that freaking rat, uh, then you have no heart. <laughs> that rat is just so charming and so endearing, and it is, it's a really good movie. I, I do really like it. Um, anything else we want to talk about? No. Yeah. Well, that's our kind of um, Pixar movie discussion. That's um, a top ten yeah. list, guys. I'll run through mine one more time really quick. Uh, Toy Story 3 at number one. Inside Out, number two. The Incredibles at number three. Toy Story, the original, at number four. Uh, Wally at number five. Finding Nemo at number six. Up at seven. Monsters, Inc. at eight. Ratatouille at 9, and Toy Story 2 at 10. That is Carlos's top 10 list. We already ran through Aussies, so that's our lists. And um, that, that's, that's fun. I, I think we should do more of these lists like this sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we kind of, like, sometimes we get do, like, little, like, random, like, quick versions of it, but <laughs> a more structured version is actually interesting. So maybe we'll look at doing that more often. Um, do a sci-fi one next time since, you know, Independence Day. Uh, speaking of what's coming up, we are going to probably Monday, maybe Tuesday, we're going to have a review of Game of Thrones. Um, we're aiming for Monday, guys. Yes. Aiming for um, Monday. And we're going to have a review of Season 6, Episode 9, which is going to be a good, it's going to be a big one, guys. <laughs> it's going to be a so huge we'll one. probably have a lot to talk about there. And um, we'll also probably, I'm thinking we're going to do a preview for the upcoming movies, because there's a lot of them. What do we got? We got Independence Day Resurgence. Mm -hmm. We got the Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. There's another one. Um, Don't know what it is. Neon Demon is coming out in Limited, and I really want to see that. Um, I think it's going to be really disturbing and freaky, (laughs) so let's get that. Um, What's that other one? Crap. Oh, The Shallows. That's what Yeah, means. that's the one you want to see. I, you don't want to see it? Well, you don't like shark movies. I don't like shark movies because it's so... I don't know, man. I'm like... Mm. But will you see it? I'll see it because I, I have to. This <laughs> is like, I mean, it, people want me to see it, so yeah. I kind of... I don't have a choice, but... Oh, we also have The, str- the Free State of Jones oh, coming out. Oh, yeah. okay. The Free State of Jones coming out. Yeah, we got a lot of movies. <laughs> Crap. Um, I think we'll, uh, we'll kind of leave Neon Demon out of it because it's a small movie. I don't even know if it's going to be playing. It'll probably play in Palace, but we'll see. Um, so that's what's going to be coming up where we'll do a preview of some of those movies and then we'll have a review of Game of Thrones. That'll be on Monday, hopefully. Um, and then we also Thursday, have... we're going to do video. We're going to do something for YouTube. Finally. Hopefully, I guess. <laughs> that'll get out. Um, we'll definitely record it Tuesday. Mm, Friday. I, I, Huh? Or Friday, or Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, Friday, Thursday. Record it Thursday. Hopefully we get it out by Thursday night, maybe Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what's coming up. And Guys, our recommendations. Yes. Oh, crap. Recommendations. Almost <laughs> forgot. Ooh, good catch there. What do you got as your recommendation? My Isaac? recommendation, guys, is Tangled. Shout out to my sister for making me watch this movie because this movie is fantastic. <laughs> Remember when she was like, bro, let's watch Tangled. I'm like, no, this is going to be stupid. No. I <laughs> love this movie. I really, really love this movie. I think the music in this movie is great. I love the characters. Fantastic. 
It's a solid movie, man. I'm not as high as it on you as you are in the whole internet weird Frozen versus Tangled debate. I'm more on the Frozen. Frozen is so overrated, guys, and I'm gonna say this with pun intended. Let Frozen go because it's so. (laughs) It's like not even. It's not even that great, in my in my opinion. I mean, those of you who love it, congrats, (laughs) but it's not better than Tangled. We're not not gonna have this debate one day because I don't think it's worth it to debate Frozen, but. Um, I, I disagree, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> uh, my recommendation is going to be something that we kind of touched on earlier. Well, I definitely touched on earlier, but I'm going to push it even harder. A Bug's Life. Go see that movie. Go rewatch it. Or just rewatch it because I think people pass it up like too often and people overlook it way too easily. Just go watch it. It is really, really a solid movie. Um, I agree. So- so that is my recommendation. That is our recommendation. So Ozzy, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet at Google. I'm playing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, and you guys can find me on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. So that's yeah. where you can find me. All right, uh, you can find me at Chewy Four Five Six on Twitter and. Um, but make sure you follow us on Instagram at ScreenFellows on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. Um, we got podcasts. Please share, rate, review, everything, all that kind of Please stuff. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share it. Please, because that would be awesome. That'd be awesome if you guys shared it. Um, again, guys, sorry for whatever it is that we did. What? I have no idea. What is that? <laughs> um, it's it's yeah. like what time is it? It's two. It's about to be two thirty in the morning, yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, so that's all for us. Um, we'll we'll be back hopefully on Monday. Hopefully on Monday. So peace. All right, guys. Good morning. <laughs>